Hey everybody and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today we have Christine Kane and she is telling us a story about how God moved in a way that seemed impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. That's one of the first scriptures I love to memorize. It's Luke 137. And of course, there's many other scriptures that go right along with that. But Luke 137, nothing is impossible with God. And I encourage you today to take that scripture and really meditate on it throughout your day as you go through your day, as you're sitting in traffic or as you're, you know, doing things that you might not want to do. Nothing is impossible with God. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So many times we put limits on God because we think, well, that sh- that's not going to happen, or I don't deserve for that to happen, or this happens, or that can't happen. And we literally put limits on God. Or one of the biggest things is, well, it used to be this way, so it's going to be this way going forward. The fact is, our past doesn't have to project our future. What we've seen in the past doesn't have to be what we see in the future. We've got to choose to believe that nothing is impossible with God. Here's Christine. Recently, I was flying from Knoxville, Tennessee, and I wanted to get home. It was a son. Who's from Tennessee? Y'all Tennesseans. Y'all talk funny down there. And so I, um, I was flying from there, and I wanted to get back home. And um, home nowadays, I will use this language, is actually in Orange County, California. I am a resident alien American, or whatever that means. But that's what we are, residents. And, um, and so we, I wanted to get home very late. There was only one possible flight I could have done this. And part of the reason we moved was so that I could get home. And I could take my girls to school the next morning. And there was only one flight that could have possibly got all the connections so I could get there. So I went to the airport in Knoxville. Now my plane was delayed three hours because of bad weather. Or it was delayed two hours actually. But I wasn't stressed because I still had um, a three-hour layover in Chicago. So I just thought that's fine. I'll just have a tight turn around, but I'll be able to do it. So I got into Chicago airspace and it was still raining. It was really bad weather. The captain comes over the loudspeaker and he says, ladies and gentlemen, due to bad weather, they've closed down one of the runways and we have been put in a holding pattern for 45 minutes. Now, if you know my personality at all, there's certain words that never go together. Holding pattern is one of those. But now I'm starting to stress because I know now in the natural that there is no way I'm going to make this connection and I've lost all my hope that I was going to get home. And so my phone was accidentally on. And so I accidentally was texting my husband. (laughs) Accidentally at 35,000 feet, it was an accident. And um, I was texting, you can tell I've been in youth ministry for 15 years, I'm still naughty. Anyway, so I was... (laughs) I still got a bit... I'm not looking at my mother because she's nodding her head going anyway. And so... Um, and I'm Nick's going, Christine, you're going to get into this terminal. You're going to go to that terminal. You are really not going to make it, but just try. You've got nothing to lose. So as the plane came into the, ga- the gate, ladies, there was only one thing that I was praying. This is it. It's pulling into the gate, and I prayed, Jesus, please, don't let anyone recognize me, and please let them not know that I'm a pastor because I'm not about to act like one. And so I knew. I knew. <laughs> And so it pulled in, and I'm not joking. The plane pulled in, I bowled.
rolled over old ladies. I mean, I'm like running. I could hear the chariots of fire music as I'm running through the airport. I come around the corner and I see a plane. My plane was at the gate, but the plane door was closed. The jet bridge had been pulled back and the gate was shut. Now, I don't know if you fly a lot, but if you do, you would know if those three things happen. It's like the, roll, the stone has been rolled in front of the tomb. There is no hope. It's dead. I didn't know what to do, ladies, so I just kind of threw myself at the mercy of the chick behind the desk. And, um, you know, I, I didn't know, and I put on the best Academy Award-winning show that I've ever seen in my life, and I'm, I, I just kind of mixed it all together. I didn't lie. I just didn't connect all the dots. I just said, human trafficking, children, daughters, home. Just kind of threw it all in there together. All of it. I was trying. Now, you know, this woman was having a particularly bad day, and I think, and, and she wanted to feel really good about herself. She obviously had a very small life, and what made her feel big was that I was not going to get on that plane. So she was actually working really hard to make sure that I wasn't going to get on. Now, the only thing in my favor was the chick that was working with her disliked her more than she disliked me. Favor. Favor. So, I'll do whatever. So I'm saying to her, you know, like she, she's talking to the captain. I didn't even know. She puts the phone down. She looks at me, winks, looks at the other chick, and she said, turn back to me. She goes, Mrs. Kane, the captain has said that you can come on board. And like they only do this, you know, those plane doors cost a lot of money to open. So the lady standing there, she was so ticked off. She said a lot of four-letter words. None of them were love. And so what happened was they turned open. They opened the door. I'm walking down. I'm feeling like all that because, you know, I have to stand there. They have to attach the jet bridge, open the plane door. And so I could hear people because they sort of do that for politicians or for celebrities. As I'm getting on the plane, I could hear people going, oh, my gosh, is that Lady Gaga? Is that Madonna? (laughs) Is that like a compliment? Anyway, so I am feeling like all that. I'm sitting in my seat, favors and affair, what can I say? And so we get in and then the plane comes out and we're in line. The captain comes over the loudspeaker again and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, we are number 27 for takeoff. The runway one is still closed and so we don't have enough fuel to wait in line and then fly to Orange County and land. So we're going to have to turn around, get back out of line go back to the gate, refuel, and see if we're even going to get approved for takeoff, which we don't think we're going to take off tonight. Okay. I went from favors not fair, I am God's chosen woman of power for the hour, to manic, depressed, suicidal, God hates me. No, no, none of you all do that, just us. And so I'm like, you know, God, it's not fair. You dangled that carrot in front of me, and I thought I was going to get home. You know how that disappointment sets in and you start to lose hope? So look, ladies, this has never happened. I fly a lot. I fly about 300,000 miles a year, and um, I have for a lot of years. So this has never happened before, and it's never happened since, but it doesn't matter. The fact that it happened once is God showing me something. He did this for me to activate hope and faith again in my normal everyday life, because you know God cares about the details of our normal life. He actually really does. And so the plane turned around. And it was going to go down the closed runway back to my gate. And that was going to be it. But as the plane turned down across the runway, the plane stopped instead of turning left to go into the gate. The captain comes over the loudspeaker. 
And he said, ladies and gentlemen, please ensure that your seat belts are securely fastened. You have, we have been approved for an immediate takeoff. And so the plane turns down the closed runway and he puts the thing in full throttle. Off we go. I'm waving to the other 26 airplanes going, favor's not fair. I'm God's chosen power. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. What is impossible with man is possible with God. And I just felt the Holy Spirit say, sweetheart, if I want to open a closed runway, if I want to fast track you in front of 26 aeroplanes and I want to get you where I want to get you, I can move heaven and earth. I can do whatever I want to do. I can do anything. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. Nothing. That was Christine Kane, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under Nothing is Impossible with God, Christine Kane. You can also find out more information about her at her website, which is christinecain.com. And again, I encourage you to check her out over at A21 Campaign, and she does a lot of amazing work setting people free. So check her out, check her work out, and I will see you again on Monday. And remember, Nothing is impossible with God. Remember that today and that you can live a 320 life. God bless you.